I love, respect, and admire Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he has been a sports hero and a legend for beyond when I was even born. And I respect him for things he did on and off the court. But somehow he has now found himself in a corner where every few weeks he says something really bitter and harsh about a professional athlete. And it's typically black athletes, and he's had harsh criticisms for LeBron James. Now he's hopped over to Kyrie Irving. And I just hope that when I am Kareem's age, that that's not the lane I find myself in, where I offer primarily blunt, explicit, harsh criticism of today's generation of leaders. Like, that's not a lane I want to be in, and I don't really know why he thinks that should be his lane. I'll unpack and explain some of what he said this week about Kyrie Irving and really say how I think he's in some way being used by mainstream media to say the things that they won't say. Let's talk about it. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. There is a real argument for saying that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has earned the right to say and do whatever he wants to say and do. <laughs> like, I get that. I understand it. And, and I don't disagree with it. Of course, the man can say and do whatever he wants to say and do. He has earned that right beyond the fact that he's just a grown, independent man and a legend. Uh, You know, he did make uh, sacrifices and took stances when they were important to take. And I honor him for that with no ifs, ands or buts, period. I honor him for that. And if how he wants to use the rest of his days is writing harsh critiques of professional athletes, particularly black, young black athletes, many of them that he has to kind of come back and apologize for, like his ridiculously harsh criticism of LeBron James. And he had to come back and kind of fix it and apologize and say he didn't really mean what he was, what it sounded like he meant. I saw LeBron in an interview earlier this week where they asked him if he had any relationship with Kareem or any thoughts about Kareem and LeBron just kind of coldly said no and no. And that's, that's unfortunate. Because instead of having relationships with these young brothers, instead of saying, how can I get on the phone? How can I FaceTime LeBron, who plays for the team that Kareem played for most of his career? You know, instead of saying, let me talk to this young brother and see if I'm understanding him correctly. Because truthfully, I I might rank LeBron and Kyrie one and two as the two NBA players who have done the most with their money and time for social justice. 
And no, I'm not even talking about Kyrie's stance on COVID. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about actual civil rights work and support that Kyrie has given and civil rights work and support and education stuff that LeBron has done. I'd be hard-pressed to find two athletes that have done more than those two men. And so it's wild that those two end up getting these super harsh criticisms. And just, I think it was early last week, uh, Kyrie posted in his stories, I'm not convinced that he even knew who the man was, posted in his stories a wild clip, his Instagram stories, a wild clip from Alex Jones, who is absolutely a horrible human being. The clip was saying something to the effect of how corporations benefit from mass hysteria and pandemics and how, you know, don't be surprised if they're releasing these things on the earth. And Kyrie shared, and I have no idea if Kyrie, it was an old, old clip, like looked like it was from the 90s of Alex Jones. And I loathe Alex Jones. And I, you know, despise him as a person and what he does is despicable. I don't know if Kyrie had any idea who the man was or if you just identify with the clip, which is what I think. But Kareem's critique of Kyrie went way beyond that. And it, you know, he even then said, listen, we should all call and write people that Kyrie does business with and tell them to stop doing business with Kyrie. And it's like, hold on, man. Why are you doing that? Like, that's like, why, why has it gotten to that point for you? Because here's the thing. Um, I'm, I'm vaccinated. I think I'm triple vaccinated and my kids are vaccinated and we had no side effects. And, um, while we had COVID before we were vaccinated, before there was ever a vaccine, uh, we haven't had COVID in the past two years in our house and we've gone out of our way to stay healthy. Um, a lot of what Kyrie has said about the vaccination, he's been right on. He's been proven correct. Like now, all sports have stopped requiring a mandate for the vaccination. And, you know, most places of business now no longer require the vaccination. And the things that Kyrie and others were calling for quietly just kind of happened. And But when Kyrie and others were calling for them, they were thought of as not just weirdos. Like they were thought of as like this was... This was a horrible, monstrous thing they were calling for. And it and the truth is, in retrospect, it wasn't. And I say that as somebody that's super vaccinated and have no problem with the vaccine. But Kyrie Irving had every right to be skeptical of the vaccine itself, just as as a person. That's his right. As an as a super athlete, as an elite athlete, just saying, like, listen. I'm not really confident about putting this in my body and don't want to do it. I don't trust the government. I don't trust these corporations. And so I'm not doing it. And he paid the ultimate price. He lost tens of millions of dollars as a result. So why now call on him to lose more sponsors and partnerships? Like, it's just, it's unnecessary. And again, I bow to 
to Kareem. I read his I read his critiques out of respect for him. You know, like I I respect him for who he was. And here's the thing. Both Kyrie and LeBron could fire back wild critiques on Kareem. But they're not doing that. And I'm not doing that. There are a thousand things somebody could say about Kareem. But that would be weird because he's a legend. And so you'd leave him alone and just say, listen, if he's going to be grumpy and bitter and even kind of go into some weird territory where he's trying to take millions of dollars away from star athletes, listen, if that's the angle he is going to take, he's just going to take it, so be it. But when I get to be his age, you know, and I'm on my way to being an elder, and if, you know, God willing, I get to be an elder like Kareem, I hope that one of my primary actions is not just writing and speaking big, big public critiques of young leaders. Like, I don't want to be in that lane. I would much rather be in the lane of mentoring, advising, coaching, and being there versus these guys that we now know. He, he has no idea who they are. He's never spoken to them, never had any connection to them. And they probably would have welcomed that. It is what it is. And sadly, you know, he then, when he says something harsh about LeBron or something harsh about Kyrie, white people then make it go mega viral because he is saying things that they know they can't say. And, and so it's like a feedback loop where now I think Kareem seems to want to keep going viral in this regard. So my best guess is he's just going to keep saying harsh thing after harsh thing after harsh thing about professional athletes, particularly young black athletes that he doesn't know. Is what it is. Yep. I'm uh, heading to a staff meeting on Wednesdays. We have our staff meeting at Grassroots Law. And um, got a busy day ahead, but hope you are doing well on this hump day. It's Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. And listen, if you are not yet a member of the Northstar.com, please, please, please go to the Northstar.com and join today. We need all the support we can get. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings? Investment 101? We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh,